0: everyone and welcome to another episode of Taco About a Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Happy 2022 friends. Congratulations. You made it. <laughs> and I am so excited to kick off the very first Tuesday of the new year with the first episode of Taco About a Tuesday the podcast season Two. But before I jump into the special episode, I have planned for you today. First, let's just jump right into the taco of the week because I know that you're ready for a year of more delicious, healthy recipes, and I'm bringing them to you strong. This one, please don't look at me sideways when I say this out loud because when I told someone else what the taco was for this week, they were like, huh? <laughs> just bear with me. Mama's Meatloaf Tacos. Guys, it's so good. Like, This is like the colder time of years where I'm craving things like pot roast, aka you saw the pot roast taco a few weeks ago, and things like meatloaf. It's one of my favorite things. On top of the fact that this is a healthy, guilt-free version of it, and yes, you better believe that the dressing sauce for it is a spicy ketchup. If anything alone, just go get the recipe for the spicy ketchup. This taco is going to blow your mind, and regardless, if you don't want to make it into a taco, which would be a sin... You can just have it as normal meatloaf, but regardless, just grab the recipe before you leave the show today. All right, now that we have that out of the way, let's jump right into the episode. It's 2022; it's a brand new year. Everyone's starting to set New Year's resolutions or build up their wish list, really thinking about what it is that they want to accomplish. And I can tell you, there's probably majority of you that are coming to this episode thinking, "I've set this goal." Who knows how many times, and I'm sick and tired of setting the goal, who knows how many times, and just not sticking to it, not keeping my promise. I actually want to walk into this year and make some change that's very much needed for my life and have it stick long term. Well, one, I want to tell you again, you're a part of the majority. It's a part of human nature, right? We get distracted, things happen, life gets in the way, it's never an ideal time. We have a brain that's hardwired to protect us from the unknown. All of these things that are up against us. But today, we're going to push that stuff aside. We're going to push that stuff aside, and I'm going to talk to you about some things to help you make those changes stick. But I think what's really important to address first is this concept that I mentioned in my last episode of how to come into 2022 strong. And that is that goals are not meant to be met. They're meant to stretch you. And if we came into this new year with that idea and really grasped onto that concept, we wouldn't be so hyper-focused on the outcome. Instead, we'd be focused on progress. We'd be focused on the milestones. We'd be focused on what is it that life is trying to teach me in this moment. And I think the beauty of walking into this new year with that perspective is is the fact that we can start to detach a little bit from that outcome. Because like myself, and I mentioned this, I think on my last episode, is I put all of my energy and my effort and even part of my worth and what I was measuring all of my success off of for 2022 was this one big hairy audacious goal. And guess what? I didn't hit it. And guess what happened because of that? (laughs) I probably wasted... And I don't want to say the word wasted, but I did not get the chance to live two, maybe three months of my life fully present, truly celebrating myself, being incredibly grateful for what I have worked for, what I have in all of this moment. I spent two to three months in worry and going to bed at night to wake up to the same thought and having these limiting beliefs and driving myself nuts. And it was terrible, you guys. And so if there's anything that I want you to really just grasp onto going into the rest of this talk is, again, that goals are not meant to be met. They're meant to stretch you. And I'm going to use that concept to learn everything that I can learn, to detach a little bit from the outcome, knowing that it's just there to provide a map, to provide an endpoint for me. But whatever happens along the way is going to happen. And it's not going to deter me. It's just going to be an opportunity, once again, to just learn and to grow. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And now we can start to really address the two reasons why people make change in the first place. The first reason I truly believe that people make change is because it hurts so badly with where they're at right now that they couldn't imagine spending another day there. I will tell you that in 2018, when I was at the unhealthiest point in my life, both with a toxic relationship, my body, and just not taking care of myself, just truly feeling like I was at rock bottom, it hurt so badly that I, I couldn't imagine spending another day crying and feeling lethargic and stressed and worried and just wondering when it was going to quit. I couldn't do it. And Clearly, it worked out fine (laughs) because it hurt so badly that I drew that line in the sand and I was able to keep walking forward, even though I had no idea what I was doing or what was to come. But here is not necessarily the problem, but here is sort of the downfall with that option if people wait until they hit rock bottom to actually make a change. It's that they function out of scarcity, out of a lack of XYZ. And that's a lot of what I had to deal with. I had to not only deal with the fear and the limiting beliefs that our mind already puts forth when we face uncertainty, but I had to deal with these experiences that I had been through making me feel as if I was unworthy. I had to deal with all of these stories in my head that was telling me that I wasn't worth it and that I couldn't do it. And so I was operating from such a low space of lack and scarcity that I had even more to overcome. And granted, did I think that it made me stronger? Absolutely. But when I think about the general population and how many times it takes for people to actually make change, going that route doesn't always yield the best results. And so not to make this like a quick fix, like plug here, but if you want to actually see long-term change, don't wait till it hurts enough. Don't wait until... I I hate to say this, but I'm just going to use this as an example. The last few months, I've actually had multiple people come to me about my health services and they said, well, now I'm to the point where in order to get the surgery, I have to get into better shape. Please don't wait until that moment. (laughs) Like from the bottom of my heart, please don't wait until your life depends on it to actually do something for you, you guys. And this isn't just about your health or about your mindset. Like this is, this is about The life that you want to live because you waste so much time. And we talk about how much time we don't have to begin with, right? I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do that. Well, guess what? By not doing those things, by not taking action, you're wasting more time and you're never going to get that back. And then we talk about money, right? Well, I'm going to waste all of my money going towards these medical bills and doing X, Y, Z with this because I have to. Guys, it's such a slippery slope. But if you just choose to not wait until rock bottom where all of that becomes a factor, then not only do you get to go from a little bit of an easier, more advantageous spot, but then you get to forego all of that time that you could have potentially missed and actually make memories, make experiences, learn things that are going to better the life that you you want and that you currently have. So I think the point has been made to just not wait until rock bottom and to not wait until it hurts bad enough to actually make a move. Now, the second reason on the flip side of that, why people will make change is because their why is so freaking big. Like their vision is so strong that it pulls them out of bed every single day. They don't have to wait for an alarm. They don't have to press stews on that alarm. They don't have to have someone actually pull them out of bed. They just get up because their vision is worth living for. Their why is worth living for. And that's what I talked about a few weeks ago on one of my episodes about kicking motivation out the door because it's bullcrap anyways, and looking for inspiration. And I give you some questions to think about when it comes to creating the vision for your life. And so if that is something where you're currently trying to figure out what that is so that you can take goals that will be tangible and manageable and realistic for this year and actually make the change that you want to see, go back and listen to that episode. It will be a wonderful starting point. But that segues perfectly into the three to four steps that I have for you to create long-term lasting change. And the first one is probably, as you guessed it, you have to know your why. Your why is everything. And it can't be surface level. It can't be because someone else wants it for you. That's for sure is what it cannot be. It has to be completely about you, as selfish as that may sound. It has to be so strong that on the days that you really don't want to, it pulls you through. On the days where you want to give up, it tells you no, you can't because there's something bigger waiting on the other side for you. So if you don't have something like that currently pulling you, again, pause this and go back to the episode about the answer to motivation to really tap into that inspiration that you're looking for. But if you've listened to that episode and you're looking to just deepen that, go a little bit further, I want you to do a year in review because I think taking a look at this last year and what it is that you accomplished, the moments that you experienced, all the things that brought you joy, even just like, even the lows, right? All of the things that you overcame and how you got stronger, I think through that, you start to feel like those little things, which in my mind, those are the clues. You start to feel something in your heart. You, you kind of get goosebumps and you smile a little bit. You know that feeling that I'm talking about. Those are the clues that that's what you need to be doing more of. And that might completely direct you exactly to where you need to be. It might completely highlight what your why is. And so here's my challenge for you. Pick up your phone. I know, not that we don't use those dang things enough. But I want you to just go through your camera roll. Or if you upload most things to Facebook or Instagram or social media in general, go through those things. This is very intentional scrolling. I'm not about getting stuck in the scroll, but this is a very intentional one. Go to January of 2021 and just scroll through the photos that you have. And I want you to just take note to what you're feeling as you scroll through these photos. What specific moments give you joy? What specific moments just, they pull you and you crave those? And I'm getting so so many goosebumps as I'm saying this because I just did this recently and I I was quite honestly brought to tears. One, the most amazing thing about this whole year in review activity is the fact that it brings you so much perspective of how life is showing up for you and it's going to put you in that peak state to want to continue with that momentum and change. And it's going to make you so grateful for what it is that you already have. But again, too, it's really going to leave those success clues to help you find the trends of this is my why, this is what pulls me, and this is what I want more of. The next step in creating long-term lasting change is to get stupid specific. I remember when I used to just say, oh, I want to be healthier. What does that even mean? (laughs) Especially in these days, like no one knows what that means actually what does that mean to you? Get super specific, laser focused. If there was one thing that you could get healthier on by what date, what what would that look like? What would that mean for you? Because when you get more specific about where you're going, then it's going to give you more of an opportunity to actually create an action plan that's going to stick and one that's realistic and one that actually makes sense and provides you with a map. But this isn't just about getting super specific and setting a date because you've heard that before. This is also a time where you've really got to lead into simplicity. We are so good at writing out this wish list of like a million things that we want, when really we just need to keep it simple and really focus on the main thing that needs to be the main thing. And once we discover the main thing that needs to say the main thing. Then the approach to actually getting there and the goal itself also needs to have a simple approach. Complexity is quite literally the thief to success. It's also the thief to a lot of joy. So just don't do it, okay? But again, not just about simplicity, not about just setting a date or getting specific. It's also about communication. Who knows about your goals, about the vision for your life? Who is in your corner? Who is helping you? What resources do you need to actually make this happen? There's so many things to think about when it comes to getting specific. And this isn't just about checking the boxes, but you want to make sure in these cases, if you're going to spend your time and your energy and your effort going after these things and you actually want to see them happen, you've got to spend the time thinking about all these different things. So again, this is kind of my hit list when it comes to getting specific around things that I want to make change on. How can I keep this simple? What date am I setting to get this done or certain milestones done by? Who needs to be in my corner slash who do I need to lean on and communicate this to in order to get the best results? And what resources do I need in order to make this happen? And this leads perfectly into that third step, which is staying aware. How many of us write something down on our phone or write something down on a piece of paper or in a journal and then we never pick up that piece of paper or that journal or review that note in our phone like ever again <laughs> until you like accidentally find it you're like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. Awareness is everything. And that is step number three is it's got to have your attention daily, multiple times a day for that matter. If it really matters that much to you guys, it should have your awareness daily. I'm not saying it should be the only thing that you think about, but there should be subtle reminders around you, whether it's the people that you're with to the spaces that you're in as to why you're doing what you're doing and what it is that you're doing so that you can continue to operate at that level of being in peak state and going after it when it's time to go after it. And so if you struggle with continuing to keep aware of these goals, here's a few ideas of how to keep aware of these things. Communicate it to people that are actually going to hold you accountable to it. That's why I love accountability groups. It's the whole reason why I created one. It's because every single day when you see that little notification and people posting their accountability, it reminds you what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it. Another thing is putting it up in the places where you spend the most time. That one's not rocket science, and you've probably heard it before. I put my goals and my intentions and the things that I really want to keep front of mind in my bathroom mirror, not just because I drink so much water that I have to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes, but because that's where I'm doing a lot of my work in the morning when I start off my day is I do my high five in the mirror and I read off my mantras to let myself know that I'm validated and I'm loved and that people out here need to hear my story. That if I put in the work, things will happen for me. And that if I just keep showing up, what's meant for me is going to find me. And as of recently, I put up my challenge tracker that I'm currently doing for myself through the month of January up in my bathroom. And now every time I go in there, I'm reminded of it. And I actually get excited. I don't get like, oh, poor me, I, I haven't done this. I get excited because I think about the opportunity to check that off and what that does for filling my cup. And another thing, and I love this one so much, is every single month you should have a me day. I have a me day at a bare minimum once a month. And this me day is where I get the opportunity to basically unplug from all of the things that are happening. And this is not where you like go and treat yourself to like a spa or dinner or all that stuff, although you should if that's something you really want to do. What I mean is actually taking a day to get intentional around what it is that you're out to accomplish and evaluating your progress, being able to celebrate the wins. Think about what's working. Think about what's not working and actually adapt that and evolve that so you can go into the new month with a new set of lenses of what it is that you need to focus on. And instead of just waiting till the end of the year or hoping that it actually happens, you have gotten so clear on what needs to happen in that month in those four weeks, and then in that specific day, that it almost would be really hard to kind of miss the goal because that's how much clarity and focus you have because you're aware of where you're at and where you're going. And this fourth and final step for long-lasting change, I easily think this one's probably the most important, and that is you have to honor the plateaus and the lows along the way. I want to put this into perspective with a really silly example. I want you to think about when you started a new job. You had your training checklist and you had all of your boxes that you had to check off. And you worked so hard to check off every single one of those boxes that when you gave it to your boss, he was like, okay, perfect. Now you're ready to do the job. So then you get excited and you go about your way. And a month or two later, you realize that you're not growing as much. You realize, Well, I used to have so much freaking growth when I was learning these things and now I've gotten like almost too good at these things that now I'm not getting good at things anymore. And we all know that progress is the key to joy and happiness and fulfillment in this lifetime. So when we're not making progress, there's just that internal thing that goes off in our mind where we're like, why not? And you instantly go into this odd state. That's a plateau, right? It's not a bad thing. In fact, it's like one of the best things ever because it's that sign of I just overcame this. I just grew into a freaking rock star in this area of my life and now I'm ready for the next set of challenges. And yes, that next set of challenges, it might scare the poop out of you. Great. That's what we're pushing for, right? Is to be in that discomfort zone. So you're right on target, my friend. But you've got to realize that those plateaus that you see they're not a bad thing. In fact, you should be celebrating them. When you see that scale, like, and I hate using the scale as an example, but it's probably the most common one that we see, but when you see those numbers stop moving, you should be like, okay, that means that it's time to alter something. That means I'm ready for the next step. When you have that perspective and you're not like, oh, poor me, guys, things get so much more exciting along the way. So, honor the plateaus, celebrate them, and then realize you have the opportunity and the choice to adjust so you can keep challenging yourself and getting better. That's exactly how weight loss works. In case you were wondering for the secret answer, (laughs) you're welcome. The other thing is being able to honor your lows and understanding that they are inevitable and they are going to happen. I always tell myself life in this moment is not only trying to teach me a lesson, it's always trying to teach me some big lesson. It's just a big game. But it's also trying to test me to see just how badly I want it. It's testing my why to see if it's strong enough. And I see that as such a gift because if my why is not strong enough, then I know that I need to get a bigger why. I know that I need to get a stronger vision because life is not meant to be played at this mediocre level. It is meant to be played full out. You, my friend, are more capable than you will ever know and you have more capability and opportunity and potential to go out there and do big things. And there's chances that majority of us won't even tap into that full potential. And that's sad because we deserve to. But I think by taking these four steps, honoring these different steps and where you're at right now and seeing the opportunity, realizing that this is not a linear, straightforward road to get to where I'm going. And getting excited about everything that's to come, whether it's a plateau, a high, a low, a twist, a turn, a flip, that's what's going to get you to your goals. And that's what's going to create so much change and not just change in the way that you expected and desired, but the change that you truly needed. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. And just know on the other side of the screen or microphone, however you want to think of it. I'm giving you the biggest high five for having the desire and aspiration to change something in your life. You're in that first very pivotal step and that's to draw that line in the sand. Take it to the limit, my friend. Use these four steps to catapult you into the 2022 that you desire and keep showing up to the show because you know I'm going to have incredible content to keep the momentum flowing and to keep you overcoming all of the little tests that life throws at you throughout the year. I'll see you next week for another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday. See you then.